Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of the Algo Cowboy Show. It's Algo Cowboy. It's market mayhem and malarkey. Come on, man. (laughs) Malarkey. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, folks, we got Algo Cowboy here. And if you want to get a hold of him, you can see him lurking within the Rogue News Discord, the Rogue News Discord. And if you need to get into the Discord, there's only one person you need to contact. That is the one and only CJ. Email him, cj at roguenews.com, cj at roguenews.com. And uh, with that being said, also, guys, I want to let everyone of you know, Cowboy and I are working on something super awesome. We will reveal it as the days get closer. So it's going to be pretty awesome. And with that being said, Cowboy, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, good. You know, just, (laughs) excuse me, I got up a little late. So I've got this, uh, I have a watch that I use. I usually get up around 2, 2 2.30 a.m. because of the European markets. And uh, I bought this like Chinese watch that shocks you to wake you up. What in God's name, man? It shocks you. It's like electrical shock. (laughs) It's a... That's what I, <laughs> well, I mean, they have like other versions, but I don't want something that connects to Bluetooth and tracks everything I do. So I just got one that's, you know. Oh, yeah. Electrocuting you every morning is, is is much better, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I actually put it around my wrist, too. You know, I, I could have put it around my ankle or something. But um, so I do this. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, oh I do this because, you know, we got the the babies in the room and yeah. the wife sleep. You know, I don't, I don't need to wake them up every day with my alarm at 2.30 a.m. I just, you know. So, Understood. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. How bad bad of a shock is it? (laughs) Oh, you can adjust it. So, you know, you you can adjust it to where you're literally like, it kind of takes, like, yeah, it tases you. You poop yourself a little, you know. Um, That's it. No, it's, I adjust it to where it definitely wakes me up. Like, but you can have it like so high that you're like, don't even know what's going on and you're clawing at your wrist. And oh my God. But all you got to do is push a button and it stops. So. That's yeah, the ham solos get, getting the joke. Ham solo says, "Don't put it in your pocket." Like, yeah, that's key. Um, <laughs> but that that watches it, it charges like a rechargeable watch, and the battery lasts a long time. Um, but I did it ran out last night, so I didn't get up until like six thirty. Um, yeah, hobo, that's the joke. Very good. Um, so uh, basically, yeah. So that's why I kind of missed 
like a lot of the crazy news that came out, uh, especially yep. around. I know it's not exactly. A f- well, it's kind of a financial thing. Um, it's kind of a market thing. But this business about Pfizer, dude, like it, run it, me through that. Because, I mean, I got the basics, but, you know, yeah, run me through that. It's it's pretty nuts. And by the bro. way, by the way, I don't know. Uh, before you get too far, I don't know if we need to get off of YouTube. Before no, we no, even no. talk. We're, about we're fine. No, we're fine. You can, It's all over YouTube to begin with. Okay. Uh, the Pfizer thing is pretty interesting. This was uh, James O'Keefe strikes again. James O'Keefe strikes again, and Project Veritas. Right. Let me see if I'll pull this thing out right real quick. Project Veritas. Oh, here I've, I've got it queued up. You do? Right. Yeah. yeah let me just uh, copy link. I'll do a screen share. I've got the YouTube video. I didn't do the articles. You want the article or the video? I want the video, man. The video is up. Let me uh. Okay, do a quick screen share. Present, share screen. Okay, it's good to go. Oh, you know what? Unshare. I forgot to hit the volume thing. Stop screen. Share. Share with system audio. Okay, now it's good to go. All right, I'm adding it. Oh, look at this jackfruit. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll hit play. just hit fucking play. hanging by his ears. All yeah, right, he's just. Uh, this is you know. Sick, and by man. the way, I, I, I was chatting with right. CJ like ahead, ahead of the show. He did have some nugget of wisdom here. You know, you want to take certain things with a grain of salt. A lot of people will kind of embellish what they can do for their company, how big their power is in a company. So there is that disclaimer. Uh, but I'll hit play if you're ready. Yeah, good. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that's not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this story. You guys probably shouldn't tell anyone. You guys probably shouldn't tell anyone. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate ourselves? So we- you know how the virus is mutating? Yeah. Is it an exciting? Yeah, so cool. Like, I saw this in, like, a. And like a James Bond movie, like the villains do this. And so I'm so cool. I'm, I'm with the establishment. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jordan I want to trans Walker. James Bond. I'd punch this guy in the throat, bro. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants Such to be, a beta male. Like, I want to be like, like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it's those everywhere. Something crazy. Yeah, let's leave this generation of low IQ morons. In a country, in, in, in everything in, about us uh, as a country, we are talking about mediocrity from the foundation to the topmost stone. Let's leave idiots like this idiot, this moron, Jordan Tristan Walker. Okay, let's have this guy and his ilk over at Pfizer. Okay, a criminal organization that's already been fined, the largest fines you could ever imagine in pharmaceutical history. Let's have these jackoffs create a virus release it and then try to come up with the uh, the uh, the the vaccine for it right Pro- yeah classic and- hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution this is disgusting cowboy what do you got to say about this man this is I'm, I'm getting angry no no you said it all you said the most important parts you know the only thing i was going to say was hobo actually called it and he said literally what i was thinking is this guy had to <laughs> eat a whole bottle of adderall before this conversation dude look at him this guy's cracked out dude Dude is crap. He's tweaking. He's tweaking, tweaking hard. Yeah, and he you know it's I don't know, dude. So let's what he's yeah, I mean interesting it. here. He's mm-hmm. kind of like 
not admitting, but he's like suspecting that the virus started in Wuhan just out of this. Like, so, you know, is it how it started? I don't know. You know, who knows? That's all. That's all. The uh, the virus is as American as apple pie. That's, that's what it is. But, um, yeah, keep playing it, man. Sure. Honestly, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this, it's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function. It's not, it's not really gain of function. <laughs> it's directed evolution. Fuck is that? It's like, it's it's peaceful protests. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's peaceful mostly, it's yet what, fiery. It's fiery yet mostly peaceful protest. It's what Gus says. You know, they they name the, whoever you know the left. I don't know. You want to even call it the left anymore? The collectivists are really good at naming something the opposite of what it is, or giving it a different name to make it sound better. But it's like the same thing. So it's like, yeah, they recommend not. But you do like these like selected threshold mutations to try to see if you make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm going about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. Just like Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. For all government officials, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for everyone else in America. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, this guy's so funny. It's like really good for the industry. This guy is else. If if I swear to God, oh my God, if if the Republicans don't do anything about this bombshell, oh my God, if if uh, if Americans, we as Americans don't pick it outside of Pfizer's headquarters with this nonsense, oh, yo, where does Jordan Tristan live? Uh, (laughs) If somebody needs doxing, it's this guy. Yeah, oh my Jordan god. Tristan probably lives well. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. Walker, you know, I mean, if, I mean, this would be so great for the government and industry. It's just gonna be bad for Americans. Yeah, it's good for the industry, though. It's really good for the industry. It's really, it's, it's, it's gonna be great for the industry. This guy's whole energy is is bunk, dude. Like, uh, this is what happens when you have weak men in positions of influence and power. It's a big problem, bro. It's a big problem. Uh, keep and they, playing. Let's see what else comes. They up. laugh while they watch everything burn. Yeah, they're sick. They're they're nihilists. They're these are Lucifer. These are demonically driven people, man. They're nihilists. They're crazy. They have no sense of life. Why? Because they themselves have always been in a position of insecurity and weakness throughout their entire their entire life, and so now they're in a position of some sort of an influence influence, and they just want to go ahead. And go like to the maximum evil possible. I cannot yeah. believe this. Normal human beings, no one. This is crazy. This is crazy. These idiots. The problem with these morons, they can literally create something that they will lose total control of. I mean, we've oh, all yeah. seen the movies, right? We've they all can, seen the movies. Exactly. So this guy, he like he thinks it's cool. I'm playing God. I could be a Bond villain. Yeah, and by the way, just a quick official note: we're not. There's no no doxing. We're anti-doxing. We're not trying to find out who this guy is, where he lives. Official note. 
That's the official word here. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay so do we want to, we, we know what this guy is. Do we want to watch the rest of the video or not? Yeah, yeah, please. This is great. Oh shit, hold on. This is this okay. is it. Yeah. Just the regulators so for people that drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, then I gotta be as hard for the company. You know, doing their job. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health, it's profoundly corrupt. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today. So, in a lot. I don't know if I should say this. Our <laughs> undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can create develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. <laughs> dude oh my god the fact that they're even considering that oh. that guy right there that last two sentences those are the nails in the coffin that should cause a major problem yep yep that's the fact that he i mean he admitted it this guy is some kind of director how a man with this character and presentation like i don't I, look don't take this throw i don't care what freaking color you are this guy is just unprofessional look at him he doesn't oh act like a professional God. he acts like a, a gossiping girl like a, the, i don't mean not even female i'm talking about a little girl like, no, literally you know, literally like a child literally like a child yeah this is crazy look at the joy look at the joy look he's like joy yeah the excitement of it man look at his face right now he's like yeah <laughs> the excitement of it <laughs> it's like i don't know he he uh he feels like he's some kind of mad scientist i don't um, know if we should be doing this i just you know the we're, look if, if you're if you're in that business I mean, and you're that's even the asking that grail. question yeah that's it's done it's not the holy grail that every pharmaceutical company wants they want to create the problem that they themselves only have, are the only ones with the solution i mean my god how many movies and comic books and graphic novels and and and, and fictional novels have have we read, seen, or and, and whatnot, where it's some sort of pharmaceutical company? They create the problem, so they can create the vaccine that will be you know, that will provide the solution. This is ridiculous, man! Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, like, uh, or it, this is typical though. Like, this is what the I don't know who the people are, City of London, you, whoever is running the show, right? Like, for example, they caught. I think it was some British operators in Iraq like 20 years ago or 15 years ago. And they were dressed up as like Muslim terrorist types and they're oh, running yeah. around shooting up the streets. Yeah. That was uh, British SAS. Yes. And you know, those, so they're trying to make caught. it, trying to make it look like that, you know, people who are natives to that area are running around shooting people up. This is like, crazy. or shooting up the streets. I don't, you know, I don't know, but I mean, this is the kind of thing like, Oh, we don't have a. There's no reason for us to be around. No, we gotta make a reason. Yo, listen <laughs> to the. This is the quote verbatim, right? And I'm. I have the article pulled up here while you have this video screen pulled up. This is sure, what sure. the Pfizer executive told Veritas journalists about his company's plan. Right? He goes, one of the things like we're exploring 
is why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can create, you know, preemptively develop new vaccines, right? So we have to, like, do that. And if we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, you know, like, yeah, like, could imagine, like, nobody wants to have a pharma company mutating effing viruses. And from what I've heard, listen to this, what he says. This is the clutch right here. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard is they, which is Pfizer, are optimizing it. They're already doing it. But they're going slow because everyone is very cautious. Obviously, they, Pfizer, don't want to accelerate it too much. I think they are also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you are figuring out future mutations. Don't tell anyone. Promise you won't tell anyone. The way the experiment would work is that we put the virus in monkeys and we successfully cause them to keep infecting each other and we collect serial samples from them. Walker drew parallels between the current Pfizer project and what may have happened at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. You have to be very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes everywhere. Yeah, we don't want to make sure that that doesn't happen. It makes no sense that the virus popped out of nowhere. You're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with viruses. Regularly not. We can do these selected structure mutations to make them more potent. It's not gain-of-function, right? But we could do selected structure mutations to make them more potent. There's research ongoing about that. So they're already doing it. I don't know what is going to work. There better be not be any more outbreaks because Jesus Christ. Walker also told Veritas journalists that COVID has been instrumental in Pfizer's recent business success. Dude, this is heinous. This is this is Mengala. This is Nazis. This you ever want to know what a Nazi is? It's an effeminate man looking at it. You're looking at it. It's an effeminate man flapping his hands up and down, getting laughter that that there could be a potential mutated virus that could actually be lethal. That could actually have an R naught ratio of 1.2, maybe even 2.0, severely virulent and deadly. Okay, and this this a hole, this moron, is laughing about it. Giddy, his eyes are lit up. Look at his expressions. Oh, cowboy, I can't take it, bro. Nah, I've I've had enough already of this guy. Like, look at him. He's like a he's a psychopath. Oh my god! And that's that's who's running things. It seems like with all the decisions that I'm seeing happen in the world, like it just seems like psychopaths are running the game. Yep. Because they're willing to do anything. Anything They don't have for mass death. Or anything for profit. Well, sociopaths will do anything for profit. They don't take any joy in hurting people, but they no. don't care if they do. Right. The, so, and These psychopaths, I think they actually These are like psychos. It. Yeah, they like it. His face, that face, that's psycho. That's psycho, man. He got crazy eyes, bro. He got more. Than, let's see if I can get a good a good pause on him. Hold on. Yeah, good. Oh, son of a gun. Okay. In the future, like maybe we can like create new versions of the vaccine. 
Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it's a thought that came out in a meeting. That's a good point. The hand motions, bro. Yeah. The effeminate hand motions tells me everything I need to know what's wrong with this guy. Yeah, this I mean this this guy, look at that. That guy's a director. Like of that's a director. I don't know if he's the director operations and MRA scientific planning. Jesus Louises. Dude. Yo. Yeah. Director of R and D. This guy. This guy right here is director of R and D at Pfizer. Dude. Like Pfizer's like the freaking eight hundred pound gorilla, dude. And they have (laughs) this guy. This is symptomatic of every Western industry, whether it's pharmaceuticals, technology, uh, economy, military, uh, governmental. It's idiots like this. Low IQ, really have all sorts of mental issues, emotionally unstable individuals like this person is what you see proliferated in much in the Western world. It is a fact, my friend. Well, that's who they fact. recruit. They that's who they recruit because, that... right, because the, the, they recruit like-minded people. And, and they're controllable. And all you have to do is pander to their ego. And they have something missing in their childhood or they were abused or whatever it is. They're missing right? a so chromosome. They have, they have like a, a weakness, missing chromosome. I don't know if it's genetic. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, or, or somebody abused them as a child. Whatever oh, the deal is, like God. they have some kind of thing that they and they find these people who have a weakness and their weakness is their ego and so look at this guy look at him he's just like elated 20 30 years ago right maybe like in the 80s or the 70s a director of r&d at a multi-billion dollar multinational company would it look like this no maybe a dude or a female in a suit not talking to people at a bar like (laughs) you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like, dude, they they would not talk to people. I don't know. I mean, I guess we didn't have Project Veritas or you know hidden cameras like we do now. So who knows, really? But, dude, I I just don't. It's I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get what they're trying to do. But yeah, this this guy right here is your poster child. Whew. Childs. Yeah. So, uh, articles on Zero Hedge. You know, this thing's all over the place. You know, this is going I'm viral. Sure it's it's yeah. I guarantee you, it's somewhere posted in. Uh, in the discord i had i got up late today like i talked about i didn't have my shock watch on so it's probably in there somewhere um but yeah completely instead i'm gonna post it in health just to be safe do a little share do a little copy do a little paste all right, so yeah, Pfizer. So <laughs> I I don't know, man. <laughs> and we were like, why why do we not? Who, it was like- enough of this guy. Enough. Um so why do we Yeah, I just want to play one, one more vid that Oh, go for it, man. Yeah. You want to uh, you'll have to let me let me stop my uh yeah, my screen share there. I got you. This is from PJW. He just posted this as well. This is going This is going wild, bro. Biggest news story in the world today. Project Veritas just released an undercover video featuring Jordan Tristan Walker, a Pfizer director of research and development. And well, 
I'll let Mr. Walker do the explaining himself. Pfizer apparently <laughs> is thinking about mutating COVID. Well, that's not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this. You have publish your own title. You have publish your own title. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can unsupply develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. So like crazy. It's the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Incredible. Probably the biggest story of the year so far. Or it would be if we had an honest media. You know, the kind of media that doesn't take billions in advertising from Big Pharma every single year. 6.6 .6 billion in TV ads alone at the last count. As is to be expected, Mr. Walker responded to the release of the video by deleting his LinkedIn account. But way more concerning is this. Mainstream news outlets that picked up the story are now deleting it too. The Daily Mail covered the story and said they had, quote, reached out to Pfizer for comment. Well, whatever Pfizer said to them must have made some impression because when you go to click on the Daily Mail link to the story, poof, it's gone. It just takes you back to the main page of their website. They deleted the story. Why? There's nothing wrong with it. It is what it is. Did they get a call? Who from? The FDA is now proposing Americans be given a new COVID booster vaccine every autumn, every year. They want to make it as routine as the annual flu shot. After its mRNA vaccine captured 70% of US and European markets, Pfizer's 2021 revenue was double its 2020 revenue. That profit included nearly 37 billion dollars in sales solely from the COVID vaccine. The big pharma company's profits are expected to have jumped by an order of magnitude again for 2022, with revenue soaring to over 100 billion dollars. As Walker himself acknowledges in the Project Veritas clip, Nice work if you can get it. Either way, it's gonna be a cash cow. COVID will probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Like, yeah. I obviously like it. <laughs> <Very important. laughs> numbers up. Pfizer needs to continually sell more and more vaccines. So I guess we're gonna need more viruses. Yeah, where are they coming from? You be the judge. Bloody hell. Yeah, well, um, What's that? Who said it? It was uh, Vi Guy, who probably is a guitarist, probably like Steve Vai, I'm guessing. Um, he said on the comments, I feel like this is supposed to make us angry and hopefully provoke someone enough to do some domestic terrorist type stuff. Um, was, yeah, maybe, you know, but at the same time, that seems like a pretty high risk for Pfizer and for the general, like, uh, what do you call it? The, the general pharmaceutical cartel to be taking to actually have so they would have to like somehow disavow this guy and even then the story's out and people wouldn't believe that he was lying like oh no he's lying it's not true like yeah it is <laughs> no one would believe oh, that so yeah. you know i mean they might use this as a way to provoke some kind of violent action but i think this this kind of seems pretty genuine to me you know i hate to say it, 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 it you know the thing is what like <sighs> I mean, what, 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 what is, what do we have to lose at this point? Right? The, yeah, well, that's that actually, we have a lot to lose if it's exactly. not taken. If actually, now I don't, so, I'm not well, saying to take violent action. No, I'm not either. Calls to but, violence here, but something has to be done legally. Exactly. 
if we can't if people can't get this done in a legal way, what's left? Well, <laughs> I mean, they're out there. They're out there. You know, scamming elections left and right. And there's there's a, a, a hard proof, and nothing gets done. Right? I mean, the, the whole damn thing, the whole system is is completely rigmortified with corruption. The whole thing. Right? Well, I mean, hey, you know what? The collapse is what? What is the collapse, and what is it necessary? Not? That is the Collapses. only thing. If if Americans are not going to take back their country. The collapse of the system, which is coming, it's not that far off. That's gonna ha- that's gonna be the great equalizer. That's what's gonna end these guys. And Americans need to make sure that when that does happen, that the Americans' personal wealth and their personal assets are not destroyed or ha- or, de- or or devastated in the process. Unreal. Well, you know that something bad is coming when you see preparations for war. Yeah. And there is an article um, this morning. I'm going to get to it. But I mean, Ukraine is even preparing for war. I do have some updates on the uh, Ukraine's their homegrown <clears throat> weaponry. So are you, are you going to showcase ammo? Are you showcasing their new advanced next generation weaponry again? Yes. Oh, yes. Boy. They actually have a new artillery because, right? oh. you know, they're running. Everybody's run out of ammo. Like, right. Yeah. Because, you know, we industry you know that yeah we had to dig into uh, our stockpiles in israel apparently just to keep giving them artillery ammo so ukraine has developed their own artillery and i've got it i actually have live footage snuck out of ukraine here it goes i just did a screen share oh no you know what eh. see here let me un- i keep forgetting to uh to add the audio okay sc- uh, screen is shared v just has to click what he has to click oh okay my here gosh. it goes what is this? this is the new artillery Yep. Amazing. Oh, but it failed. Oh, <laughs> took his nipple out. It took his nipple out. So wow. you have that one. Um, you know, this one here. Now, this actually happened to a like a trader oh. that like one of those people that, you know, didn't do any studying, but they made a bunch of money in crypto, but they didn't take profit. And this happened uh, pretty recently here last year. So, you know, she was like flexing and then all of a sudden you see what happens. Nah, I'm flexing. I'm flexing. Yeah, yeah. Look at my 20s. Look at my 20s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the market took it back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's just what happens when, uh, you know, when you don't take profit. I'll, I'll, I'll roll it back for that last part real quick. Good little play here. Oh, shit. So, well, anyway. Sorry, I didn't roll it back far enough, but I think that's funny. I'm going to play it one more time. Flex in, flex in. I made my crypto money. Oh, market takes it back. (laughs) (laughs) And what do we have here? Oh, this is great. So you know how like people fake knowing how to fight and they get into in a conflict. Uh, Is is this another Bullshito artist? Oh, he knows Bullshito. He knows Bullshito. Yeah, this is uh, is a Bullshito artist. This is a Bullshito. So this is when you think you can kick somebody's ass. Yes. But here you go. And here comes Russia. This is Russia. Bang. Good night. <laughs> there you All go. I right, had to bring some humor for the 
had to bring a little humor. That, that, he effed around and he found out, man. Yeah, Fafo, man. Yeah. F around and find out. Mm-hmm. But uh, so now we were talking about the uh, the war issue, the the ammunition issue. And this is an article in Zero Hedge. And it says U.S. to increase artillery ammunition produced by 500 percent for Ukraine. And <laughs> for Ukraine. Oh, yeah. that's that's funny. Well, I think what we really need to look at is towards the I think it's well, here you go. So before the U.S. Army began efforts to increase production, it produced 14,400 uh, shells a month. And this is uh, this is artillery for howitzers, right? For howitzers. Mm-hmm. So it's basically uh, it's a metal shell with explosives and a fuse. And so they were doing about 15,000 a month. Um, but under the new plans, they're going to go up to about 90,000. But here's the thing about it is that um, down here at the bottom, it says, we're not clear if this policy is sustainable. As U.S. military officials have warned, it may be hard to continue arming both the U.S. and Ukraine as the war drags on. Uh, we Ukrainian can't forces- walk and shoot gum. And we're going to go and defend Taiwan, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to do everything. Yeah, good because- luck with that. The, uh, well, here, but real said, quick, it all it oh also says God. Ukrainian forces are estimated to be using about 90,000 rounds of artillery each month now, <laughs> which is more than double what the U.S. and Europe can currently produce. So, I mean, you're talking about a massive ramp up of production. And at the same time, you think you're going to go fight war on two major fronts against the two biggest military powers well, in the world. Right. Well, when you've been fed propaganda within your circle jerk organizations and your think tanks, you absolutely could. You, you, you talk to idiots like Bill Crystal and you, you, you talk to all these other neocons and these neoliberals. They literally think they have no idea what a real economy is. These are incompetent individuals when it comes to the field of economics and sciences and technology and military and politics, statecraft, you name it. These are all incompetent morons. They don't know what physical production is. They have no idea. So they live in this fantasy world where the United States won World War II. They live in a fantasy world where the United States could go ahead and take over any country and do regime change You know, on a whim. They could regime change in China, regime change in Russia. They could regime change all over the world. They're unstoppable. They live in this fantasy world. So when you live in a fantasy world, you know, you don't have to deal with reality. right? You don't have to real, deal with reality. And, and, and these paper peddlers are going to find out what happens when you start going up against an, 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 an industrial juggernaut. I am stuttering a lot this, this morning, man. Well, it's all right. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I was talking to our friend uh, Kung Fu last week. We usually talk, eh, lately it's been about once a quarter. Yes. Um, and he was saying that uh, there are some companies that are very quietly producing, uh, you know, like military industrial type companies in the U.S. that are quietly producing munitions and other equipment. And they're actually on hold not to be sold for like two years. So, you know, this does seem to be ramping up to something um you know we it, no one seems to be backing down that's for sure and that's a concern because like what is this i mean are we in world war three you know has it already started yeah kinda, kinda... We, we, we don't have the industrial capacity they can they can stop production they can keep you know ramp up production and then hold it for three four five ten years it's still not still will not be enough to fight a war against us te- yeah against a technological peer and that's a god honest truth uh, well, I mean, I hope that's correct. You know, ideally, look, 
if wishes had wings, right? W- wish in one hand and spit in the other, see which one fills up first, trying to keep that PG. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, we, we uh, I, I got a one-year-old now, so he's 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 starting to say words, and I got to really yeah, hear my speech. They are microphones and sponges, cowboy. Yeah. Microphones and sponges. Yeah, so we're, we're being a little more careful. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, I, if wishes had wings, we would be, I mean, look, our business has been developed around basically our Navy protecting our interests around the world. So if we were to actually all of the sudden go non-intervention, I just don't think that's realistic. Um, But if we stopped effing around on Russia's border, you know, if we stopped poking the bear and we just kind of backed off and held what we had and stopped trying to expand, like everything would be okay. It seems, you know, the reason that we're in this mess with Russia in the first place is NATO expansion East. And that was, you know, promised, it was promised after the Iron Curtain fell that it wouldn't be done, according to a memo that we saw. Maybe there's some more intricacies to that. But in the end, this is all like poking the bear and the result of it. You know, Russia is like a massive company, massive res- company, massive country, massive resources. And the fighting is in their backyard. Yep. So we would have to spend gobs of money in order to fight over there. And export things over there. Well, well, you missed the point. You missed the point, Cabay. Uh, yesterday, when I was on the uh, Florida uh, business people talking to them in the uh, Zoom call, I told everybody that uh, we are come to Ukraine, Slava Kokena, Slava Kokena, Slava Kokena. You can make a is lot that, of is money. Is that Kissinger? No, no. This is uh, my name is Zelensky. Oh. <laughs> you have to Slava Kokena. Slava Kokena. You have to come to, uh, you know, Ukraine. There's a lot of money to be made in Ukraine. Uh, Slava Ukraine, Slava Kokena, Slava America, Slava Neocana, Slava Nancy Pelosi, Slava, Slava, Slava everyone. You know, I've got to, I've got to do my Ving Rames. I have to do my uh, Marcellus Wallace right now because it fits. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. It fits, right? Uh, so, it certainly does. You know, you're going to be in that war. You're going to start feeling that sting. The back of your head, back of your mind. That's pride. Fucking with you. Well, fuck pride. Pride only hurts. <laughs> That's what he needs to hear. That's what he needs. But there's a Slava vaccina, Slava cocaine. There's a lot of money to be made in Ukraine. So no, American no, business is a locomotive that will bring the money to Ukraine. We'll make lots of money. Come on. That's it. That's yeah, all it he's, is. He's a whore. He's a whore. Uh, it's so fitting that you have a comedian and an actor who is the current president of Slava Kokena, aka Ukraina. So, yeah, nuts. they're just every. Uh, I think it was Ronald Reagan uh, who said something along the lines of, uh, "It never ceases to amaze me how similar the world's second oldest profession is to the world's oldest." Yeah. So Absolutely. You know, for, being the, the second oldest is politician and the oldest is a whore. Yes. Politicians um, and prostitutions. Not, not, it's, it's not very dissimilar, you know? No, not dissimilar. I, I think it's, yeah, it's not dissimilar similar. is Sorry. that that's understatement of the century. Yeah. <laughs> Vela says uh, that's disrespectful. The hookers calling Zelensky a whore. That's true. He kept it PG like I'm supposed to, though. He actually did WH dash dash R E. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, so that's, you know, we're 
we don't if it's true that we don't have the industrial capacity to keep a war going then that is good news in the end no, it's, it's not to... if it's true it is true There's yeah, no well at the same time like where did that 10 or 20 trillion dollars go to the Catherine Austin money laundering for what though where'd it go uh 10 how was it 10 or 20 trillion yeah, well, the two point something trillion that the Pentagon lost that Donald Rumsfeld talked about on September. Oh, that, 10, that went into private that went into private banks uh, across Europe, uh, various other sovereign wealth funds that are all Western control. That's where it went. Yeah, that's yeah, I you know, okay, but supposedly there's another quite a lot. I think Cash Nothing Fit says ten or twenty trillion actually have disappeared. Yeah, and due matter. to FASB 5.6, we're not allowed to see where the money went. So, um, you know, it makes me wonder what they're really developing. They're not developing know, anything. They don't have the talent to develop. This <laughs> country does not break enough scientists and engineers like we used to to develop anything. Maybe they're developing a next generation, you know, quantum computing dildo. They'll probably do that. <laughs> you, you expect a fallen country like we, where we are right now to develop anything? We haven't even developed nothing. The best yeah. we can do. I mean, you see what you, you do because you, you, you got to understand when you really start breaking down logistics and manufacturing, you do a hard course into it, right? In terms of supply chains, logistics, how this is what I said. Like, I, I laugh my ass off when they're like, we're going to bring chip manufacturing back to America. I'm like, yeah, maybe in 11, 12 years, if you're lucky. Yeah, I read an article uh, like so much of the chip manufacturing were dependent upon Japan and China. Um like we very little happens here. Um, in fact, a, and a lot of our manufacturing that we do here is still dependent on parts, particularly from Japan. Um, so, you know, wafers and whatnot. So, you know, and I know Velis on a, on one of the shows got very briefly into the complexity of opening, you know, a, a building a factory. They can actually, you know, manufacture those things, all the clean rooms, um, training people, you know, like that's a, Sometimes I'm thinking that they're engineering the collapse so that they can uh, sort of rebuild later. You know, it's when you when you change your technology every time technology kind of makes a little bit of a leap, then it kind of it might be a little more expensive than kind of holding on to your chips and then kind of letting everything fall apart and spending all the money after a few different leaps. So, you know, I'm wondering if that's the play. I mean, do they think? Do they think that far ahead? No, you know they don't I mean? think that far ahead. Yeah, I don't know. This or is not the um, all-seeing, you know, all-powerful globalists that we grew up under in the in the eighties and nineties. That's that, that was the zenith of these guys. These guys are the, the most of those guys are either dead or retired. They're out of commission. The current crop of morons running it is they're just idiots, man. They're just idiots. Yeah, that's it's pretty sad. Pretty yeah. sad stuff. All right, <clears> well, let's. I figured, let's Good. Sorry. Oh, I figured we could look at the charts for all. Yeah, look, yeah, there's, yeah. There's economic data, and that's fine. Um, I think that a, a lot of the data right now is pretty manipulated, so you can't exactly trust it. Like today's GDP came out a little stronger than, or was it less than expected? One of the things that it was stronger than expected, but let me go ahead and uh, see if okay, we're still looking at my screen. One thing to understand about economics, and this is a very simple rule. That's where my <clears throat> my degree is in economics, econometrics you know, statistics, stuff like that. So I do have a background and uh, inventories are a real clear marker of what's happening to the economy. 
And the last week I, I went ahead and put on, um, <clears throat> I put on some information about like some metrics that should be moving inversely, but are moving in tandem. Sure. Well, this is a metric that's moving inversely that should be moving in tandem, right? So it's the, it should be moving together. GDP stronger than expected due to a surge in inventories. That's a little odd because <clears throat> a surge in inventories from basic economic theory means that economy is having a problem. So when you have more inventory, like uh, let's just say Walmart buys, you know, a hundred widgets of a particular kind every month. And then they tend to sell, they try to sell a hundred and they try to plan for how many are sold and that's how many they're going to buy. Very, very simple, you know, store economics. So when they think they're going to be able to sell a hundred and they only sell 80, <clears throat> they end up with 20 on the shelves. And that means an increase in inventory. And that is a reflection of the common person's ability to purchase. Purchasing power is, has gone down. People don't have enough money to buy what Walmart expected them to buy. Walmart's got a ton of data, you know, so their expectations are pretty accurate. But when things change that quickly and inventories go up, you have a problem, especially in what we have now is the uh, just-in-time delivery. So just-in-time delivery is a way of in, uh, managing inventories such that there is no inventory or very little. They've gotten it down to a science. So in the modern era, when you see an increase in inventory, that's like uh, an order of magnitude or two worse of a metric than it used to be 40 or 50 years ago when people actually had where the definition of a word store comes from, where you would store goods until you needed them. So yeah, an increase in inventories coupled with a, uh, uh, what do you call it? GDP stronger than expected, still a negative print, but stronger than expected. So this just tells me that like, it's all a bunch of hogwash. Yep. Like, oh, well, we expect it to be, you know, it's supposed to be this, it's supposed to be that. And look, they're rigging the numbers. I mean, they've been rigging unemployment numbers for a long time. They've been rigging the CPI number for a long time. They take certain things out of CPI to where it doesn't look as bad or it looks better than it does or it looks worse. Whatever they want to do, liars figure and figures lie. And that's a fact. So the only thing that I can really kind of rely on is charts. Charts are what I can rely on because this tends not to lie. Yeah, you might have some short-term noise, right? But these are actual transactions, what you're seeing, the squiggly lines that a hobo loves to talk about. Squiggly lines on the screen. So, you know, I know the DXY is one to look at because this is dollars strength in comparison to other currencies. And that's going to be an indication um, of market weakness or strength, right? So it looks like we uh, looked at this for a while. Let's see, let's see what I predicted before. Oh yeah, we have an old prediction from one of our shows here. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, it's calculating. So I predicted that the dollar would range, bind, and then shoot out and head up to 120, right? And it did. From this point here, I predicted it would break this resistance and head up to touch 120. It sure came close. It broke. This was back when I made this chart. This was back in like January of 21 you know, something like that. Maybe, maybe a little after that, it might've been a little after that, but I, but it was before this resistance was broken and it made it well more than halfway to the target. So there's just some proof right there that I sometimes know what I'm talking about. Now we do see a good decline in the DXY. The dollar's declining. Perhaps the market is signaling 
cuts are coming. Uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but uh, just the give us your kind of angle on what you see happening with the Fed funds rate and the markets over the next four or five months. I know this is what the audience loves to hear because you've been right so many times. So what, what's your what's your angle on this? I, I think the cheap money is about to flow, uh, about to come. In fact, by Thursday, the next Thursday, I'd like to comment on that because I'll have a little bit more data. Sometimes I hold back on data because I want to get the complete picture. So we get the, okay. most, the best possible forecast. So let's let's put that one in the hat for for next week, definitely. Okay, so you, you'll you'll you know that's yeah. uh, I know a lot of people are are kind of slobbering for that. Yeah. Um. So that's uh definitely one to watch. Um. I'll show you guys one of my trades that I took. Um. And again, none of what we're talking about is investment advice or financial advice. You're not to be, you know, copying my trades or anything like that. I'm just showing you guys kind of what I do. Um, you know, I, I trade Forex, I trade crypto, I will trade metals, not too often. Um, but I also like to trade low cap stocks. I don't mess with penny stocks. I mess with low cap stocks like, um, you know, companies you've heard of. This one's called So Young International Inc. Um, let me go ahead and break this down to say a lower time frame chart. And I have an algorithm that I built and I've spent a few years building it. Well, I shouldn't say that. I spent several months building this particular one, right? And I just, I saw an opportunity where I thought price would kind of rally up very strong. And I entered roughly here. I had to sit through a pullback. So I thought price was going to kind of erupt. And I had to sit through a pullback. So that's a hard thing to do when you're a trader, right? So there's a psychological aspect to trading. Okay. And what that means is that, you know, trading is something where you can develop the perfect system. I could give every single one of you my trading system and 99% of you will screw it up because you don't have the psychological component down. Now, trading psychology doesn't require that you spend years and years reading books and listening to boring guys talk on YouTube. That's not what it is. There are actually some very simple tools. It takes work. You have to have a work ethic, but there are very simple tools that will give you the psychological component that will allow you to stick to your trade. Because in this trade, I put a fair amount of money, right? But the price went from $1.78 down to, it was lower. You know, I didn't even, I did worse than that. I ended up here uh, right at this breakout. I thought I was going to break out and it didn't. So I entered about a buck 80, went down to a buck 70. That's like a six or 7% dump. Now that doesn't seem like a lot, but let's just pretend for a moment that I put $10,000 on that trade. That's almost, that's great. That's like a grand and that's going away within hours, you know? So what kind of strength does it take to watch a thousand dollars disappear over like a day and to stick to that trade? A lot of people would panic and get out. So yeah. the psychological aspect of trading is really important. And I was able to stick in it and I pulled out not all the way at the top of this wick right here, like where, where it kind of pokes through the green, green box. It was a little lower than that because my metrics hit. But instead of, you know, now like let's pretend for a moment that I put 10,000 on it. Instead of losing, actually this would have gone down by about five grand. Then, you know, I made uh, $27,000 or 2,700, forgive me. No, 27,000, yeah. So if I put a thousand, then let's just say it would have almost lost say $500 or $400, but would have made instead $2,700, right? So again, 
uh, you know, this is kind of what I do. 99% of what I do is studying. So I have a method uh, by which I go through several charts. I have a screener that I've developed. And then I have a method where I search these out. And these are small cap stocks. <clears throat> I do the same thing with Forex. And I do the same thing with crypto. Crypto is a little special. Um, you you got to wait for the right season to do that with crypto because crypto has a lot of, uh, there's a lot of problems trading crypto if you don't know what you're doing. So um, it takes the average trader who makes it about four years to become profitable. These are people who, you know, they don't really know how to take that path. They're just kind of feeling it out like I did. Um, you know, I got in 2017. I got, I actually developed a spread arbitrage uh, system where I found an antiquated exchange. I was able to exploit, um, you know, basically an exchange that hadn't updated its technology. And I was able to turn a small amount of money into a much larger amount of money. That was my nest egg. And then I learned how to trade and I learned how to build other algorithms because you're not going to find spread arbitrage algorithm opportunities pretty much anywhere at this point. But regular trading algos are simple. And it doesn't mean you have to know how to code computers. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, uh, put something and auto trade it, nothing like that. It's just a way to trade, you know? So algorithms is why I'm the algo cowboy. And I do help people kind of get on the path to learning how to do that themselves. Um, you know, people do it who have full-time jobs. I've helped people who don't even have a, well, they do have a high school education, but that's all they got. And they have full-time job and they were able to, in their spare time, teach themselves how to do this. So, you know, I do help people go down this path. If anybody has any questions, hit me up on Discord. Um, you know, so I just wanted to demonstrate what is available. That's what I wanted to do with that trade. Perfect. Cowboy, we're at the end of the show. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, 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 uh, that Pfizer thing. Is, that just grinded. I know it's head. not like. I know it's not like, you know, necessarily economy or cowboy talk, but that was so important. We had to bust that out. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. It was insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the program. We'll be back next Thursday. Cowboy's going to be hitting it. I'm going to have some market data and analysis. Lots of things going on. Keep it locked and loaded right here. Slava Kokaina to all of you out there. Slava Kokaina. Um, I don't know if we have Matt today. I'm not exactly sure. I got. I'll find out. Uh, tomorrow we have Velas. I, I think Velas. Are you on tomorrow? I'll wait for Velas to respond. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, Velas is in the chat, or at least he, he was. He no, he 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 says he'll be on tomorrow. He has oh, uh, he has stuff lined up. Excellent day. Yeah, it's All gonna right. be a good show too. Uh, he kind of previewed a little bit. It's gonna be a great show. Absolutely. Thank it's you. It's always for... a great show with Velas. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening in. And with that being said, we're over and out. Take it away, CJ. Or should I just take it away? CJ? You, you got to take it away, CJ. Oh, okay. Come on. All right. I'm, ta I'm taking it away. <laughs>